Jesus in the everyday me and you. The good news and shoes. This is the good news station. WCNO Palm City. Are you looking for inspiration? Would you like to develop or renew a relationship with God? Let us show you how. Tune in to the Focus on Jesus broadcast on Mondays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Right here on WCNO, the good news station. Remember to focus on Jesus. Jesus is Lord. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth Radio Broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. 
the atmosphere requires a protocol. Everybody say protocol. It requires a protocol, and every atmosphere has a protocol to it. You have to discern what the protocol of the atmosphere is when you step into it. So how many of you know if to embrace that atmosphere in order to be in that place, in order to move in that place, in order to function in that place? Because I mean, if you show up at Ruth Chris with flip-flops and a t-shirt, you ain't getting in. I'll say thank you, but no thank you. I don't care if you got a reservation or not. You ain't getting in in flip-flops. You hear me, Billy? <laughs> Why? Because the atmosphere requires a protocol. Hmm? There's a whole different kind of atmosphere when you go shopping at Walmart or when you go to Saks Fifth Avenue. Hmm? Come on. You expect it to be different. You don't expect Walmart to be like Saks Fifth Avenue, do you? Why? Because the atmosphere of those two places are totally different. I mean, you know, there's a great difference between the atmosphere of a, of a Hank Williams Jr. concert and a Jay-Z concert. Mm, come on now. Somebody help me this morning. Different atmosphere require different protocols. Why? Because the atmospheres are set in different arenas for different things in our lives. And you've got to know how to move and live and operate in the atmosphere that you step into. So that means that the atmosphere of my life has a lot to do with what's going on in my life. Has a lot to do with my emotional state. Has a lot to do with my financial state. It has a lot to do with my relationships. How many of you know this morning, listen to me, you've got to learn to guard the atmosphere of your life. You get around negative, pessimistic people, I'm telling you, it's going to affect the atmosphere of your life. Hmm? Listen, every one of us need to understand something this morning. We all have the ability to dominate the atmosphere around us. We have the ability to do that. We have, and it's not God's spirit. It's our spirit. You can change the atmosphere with your spirit, positive or negative. Hmm? I'm going to try it again. You have the ability to dominate the atmosphere around your life in the strength of your own spirit. Each one of us can do that. We can change it. Hmm? If you don't believe that, then the, then, then the atmosphere will rule you and you won't rule the atmosphere. You'll come under whatever environment that you walk into. Is this all right? Is everybody okay? Hmm? But if you learn in the strength of your own spirit that you have the Holy Spirit who is resident in you, then you will recognize, come on somebody, that you have the ability to shift the atmosphere around you and point people to heaven, point people to kingdom living, point people to the love of God, amen? How many of you recognize that many times we rely too much on external things? Hmm? We rely too much on what's going on around us. And, and, and we get this thing where if it ain't all right around us, then I can't feel right about everything going on in my life. So we look for the external to be good so we can be good. Come on, amen? Never realizing that we have the ability or the capacity that's on the inside of us to shift the atmosphere when we step into a place. To make a difference when we move into a room or when we move into a realm or when we move into a place. Amen? Listen, sometimes when I get up to preach, i got to shift the atmosphere in this room i got to look at some people and say, knock it off. Did you come to church to worship Jesus, or did you come here to have a pity party this morning? Mm, that pastor, you sound so mean. 
Come on. We've got to get in the right atmosphere if we're going to be conducive to the move of God. If we really want to see miracles, then we've got to have an atmosphere for miracles. Come on, amen? Hmm? Because it ain't no sense in trying to impart seed to a womb that ain't ready to receive seed. I mean, no, the womb ain't going to get pregnant if it ain't ready to receive seed. Come on, I, I'm pregnant with a promise, and I want to see that thing manifest in my life. Do I got any pregnant people here this morning? Come on, somebody, amen? So when you walk in these doors, it doesn't matter what in your world was going on before you stepped in. You can step into the atmosphere of faith. You can step into the atmosphere of worship and be challenged to come out from the things that have tried to hold you down and hold you back and discourage you and the heavy weights of the world and the stuff going on with your kids and your grandkids and going on with your uncles and your aunts and your moms and dads. You can set it aside and step into an atmosphere of faith where you can begin to believe God for the impossible things that are going on in your life that God's going to manifest with miracles, that power's going to manifest, that healing's going to manifest. Oh, come on, somebody. How many of you want miracles in your life this morning? How many of you are you believing for breakthrough in your life this morning? Hmm? So what happens is we step into the place where the power of God is present to break the yoke of bondage, to set free those that are captive, to change our way of thinking, to cause our emotions to be, to be subsided so that we can lift up the name of God and not be an emotional wreck. How many of you have ever been an emotional wreck? I'm going to be honest with you. I've been an emotional wreck. I don't like it. Does anybody like being an emotional wreck? I mean, you can step into the presence of God and you can be emotionally stable. You can be emotionally healed. You can walk in the power that God's given you. You can walk in health and healing. Come on, somebody. That's a good place to live this morning. It's called the abundant life. It's called the promised life. It's called the life of destiny and purpose this morning. Hmm? Now, listen, watch this. How many of you know that what we communicate can change the atmosphere? How we communicate can change the atmosphere, especially in our home. Because one of the things in our home that we forget is that we don't just communicate by word. You ain't going to help me, but that's true. Come on, we communicate by the way we walk. The way we move. Come on, amen. Sometimes we're saying all the right words, but our body language is saying something completely different. Facial expressions. I love you. <laughs> really? You do? <laughs> we communicate by presence. You ever walk into a room and just all of a sudden you walked in the room, you knew you shouldn't have come in that room? Hmm? Everybody got real quiet and everybody stopped talking? Somebody say atmosphere. Hmm? You can change the atmosphere by the way you communicate. Why? Because the atmosphere is speaking louder than the words that some people are speaking. You pick up on it. You feel it. You can walk into a room and all of a sudden you can feel the, the weight of the room. You know when somebody's talking bad. You know when somebody's talking good. You know when somebody's gossiping. You know when somebody's lifting up. You ain't even got to hear what they're saying. You can feel the atmosphere. Come on, I got any believers in here with me this morning? Hmm? Aristotle, everybody say Aristotle. Aristotle. One of the greatest philosophers in all of our time. He said this, he had this school of thought, 
and he was teaching people how to communicate. And he said to them, three ingredients has, three ingredients has to be in all communication. And we still use this today. If, if you have a job, you know this. You have to operate in this to be able to communicate. Three things he said had to be necessary. The first one was logos. Everybody say logos. Logos is what was used in John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Logos. The Logos was God. It's where we get our English word logic. Everybody say logic. logic. What makes sense? The rules, the yes, the no's, the facts. Come on, somebody. Logic. Jesus is the logic of God. You don't know how logical God is? Look at Jesus. He's the logic of God. He's the reasoning of God. So Logos has to do with concepts. It has to do with understanding right and wrong concepts, things that have to be articulated, things that have to be given out so people can understand how something works. That's logos, concepts that have been put into word form so that we can understand the concept. And you got to be able to communicate concepts. That's logos, amen, so they can be expressed. Aristotle said in every bit of communication, there has to be logos. Everybody say logos. There has to be reason. There has to be logic. There has to be something that is trying to be communicated. He said, secondly, everything that is communicated has to have ethos. Everybody say ethos. Ethos is where we get our English word ethics. Miami know ethics are important today. Amen. Everybody say ethics. So he's literally saying this, you have to say, you, you, have, you have to have something to say and you have to have the credibility in your life to back up what you're saying so when you say it, people believe you. Because if you ain't got no scruples, if you ain't got no morals, if you're a liar, it don't matter what kind of logos you're trying to communicate, you ain't got no ethos so ain't nobody going to believe a word you're saying. So you got to have some ethos to go with the logos, Amen you got to have, somebody say credibility. you got to have credibility. You don't just have to have an understanding of it, but you got to have the credibility to back it up. Amen? you got to be able to live it out, what you're talking about. You can't just talk about something that you ain't really got a clue of because it sounded good or you read it in a book somewhere. I get so tickled, man, sometimes reading this stuff on Facebook, some of these people post. I just, somebody will put up this big old dissertation, and it's just brilliant. I mean, it's just wonderful. And then everybody starts commenting, oh, that was such a great word. That was just wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. That was great. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. And you get all 50 comments about how wonderful the word was. And you can go up there and just copy what they posted and go put what they posted, put it right on Google. And all of a sudden, you see that somebody else wrote it 20 years ago that was actually a doctor or a scientist. I get tickled that people take credit for that stuff. Yes, you know how to cut and paste. When we applaud you. It's, Kim said it's called plagiarism. <laughs> ethics. Somebody say ethics. So you got to have logos and then you have to have ethos. And then he said this, number three, you have to have pathos. Everybody say pathos. That's where we get our English word passion from, to be passionate about, which means it means that you feel what you're trying to communicate. You have an emotional attachment to what you're trying to communicate. In other words, the atmosphere that your words are creating around you. So when you say, I love you, they feel it. Mm. When you say, I, I understand, I'm here for you. They feel the passion that's coming across through your heart. Pathos. Somebody say pathos. Mm. 
That's when you witness to people about the Lord Jesus Christ and you say, Jesus loves you. He has a heart for you. Your father cares about you. And they know it's true because, first of all, they know that you're passionate about it because you're living it. You've experienced it. Amen? you got to have the pathos. Because if you don't have it, you can come up to somebody and say, you know, the Lord's really blessed my life. And they're looking at you and go, yeah, really? Right. Bless your life. Don't give me that. I'm depressed enough. I don't need to hear nothing about that. I don't need that. Hmm? Because sometimes we're trying to communicate the goodness of God, but we're, living, we're trying to communicate it through our own frustration. We're trying to communicate it through our own hard journey that we find ourselves in the midst of. I mean, you know, Jesus understood the power of atmosphere. He knew how it worked. He knew that it, it stirred faith in the hearts of people. And I just believe this morning that God is looking for some people that know how to create atmosphere. He's looking for some people that know how to stir faith in the hearts of unbelievers and stir faith in the hearts of believers that have been broken and been busted and disgusted for too long. That God's looking for some people that begin to create atmosphere around them that cause people to have hope. Come on, amen. Hope. Somebody say hope. Hope is the beginning stages of faith. I just believe that. And, 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 and I'm telling you, we want to create atmosphere in here, the atmosphere in this house. That's why we've got a, we've got a set core of beliefs that we live by in this house. And, and, and can I just give you a few of those this morning while we've got a little bit of time? Can I just tell you that the atmosphere of this house is established in the Word of God? The, the foundation of what we do here is the word of God. Somebody say the word of God. Can I, just, can I just go on record and tell you that today? That we believe in the word of God. We believe that the Bible is the infallible word of God. That it's true from the very front cover all the way to the index. That every word is God breathed and it's meant for our instruction. We are not people that look at it as allegory. We believe it's literal. If God said it, we believe it. If he meant it, we believe it. We walk in it. If God said you can be healed, we believe you can can be healed. If God said that blind eyes will open, then we believe blind eyes will open. If God said he's coming soon, then I believe he's coming soon. We believe the word of God. The second thing that we believe in this church is we believe that God is always good. God is not bad and God is not evil. We don't believe that God has to try to be good, that he wants to be good, that he looks for opportunities to be good, but we believe that God is always good and we believe that the devil is always bad. God is good, devil is bad. Ain't that deep, but it's the truth. Come on, somebody, he's good. If bad things are happening in your life, that's not God. It's the devil. God is good. Somebody shout, God is good. We believe that God is loving. We believe that he is caring, that he is a good God. We don't believe that God ever stops loving us. Come on, hear me this morning. We're not the church that believes when you mess up, when you say that, when you drop an F-bomb or when you sin or when you mess up, we don't believe that God stops loving you. We believe that God always loves you. Amen? That is a core belief of this church. He loves you. He don't care what you did, when you did it, or how you did it. He gives us forgiveness of our sins, and he loves you with an everlasting love, a love that is so deep and so wide that we don't have enough words in any language language, through any vocabulary, through any definition to describe the wonderment of his love, the depth of his love, the height of his love, the width of his love. His love is mighty. It is blessed. He loves you in the midst of everything that goes on in your life. My God loves you. Oh, come on, somebody. 
We believe that the Holy Spirit is present in the earth today. And not only is he present, he is necessary for the purposes of God in our life. He sets the tone in our life. He sets the environment of our life. That's a core belief of this church this morning. We believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. We believe in the power of the Holy Ghost to change lives from the inside out. We believe in the power of the Holy Ghost to fill us with the the fruit of the Spirit, the Spirit of God, so that we can walk in love. We can walk in peace. We can have joy. We can be kind to each other. We don't have to cut people off with harsh words. We don't have to be defensive. We can love people in spite of their own nasty self. Oh, I love the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Amen. We believe that the local church is God's agency for kingdom expansion. Come on, listen to me this morning. I believe that the church is God's plan. I get so worn out. It makes me want to get in my flesh and straighten somebody out when they tell me, well, I don't go to church thus no more. I just watch church on TV and I got my own ministry and I just, no, 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 no. You're telling God that he's wrong. God loves the church. Jesus died for the church. Jesus established the church. Jesus established this house in every house of worship. Please don't give me an excuse why you don't want to come to church every week. God desires for you to be in church when the church is open. When you don't show up, then you're not being obedient to God. I don't care how you stack it up. Oh, that's harsh, pastor. I've got a life. I've got family. No, you need to hear me this morning. God's asking you for about three hours a week out of your life to get in your car and drive down to a building and get in fellowship with the saints and do it faithfully. Not when you feel like it. Not when things are going good in your life. But he wants you to show up when everything's a wreck in your life. When you can't make it. When you don't want to go. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgarner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. Hey, it's Pastor Jason from The Revealing Truth. Kim and I would like to extend an invitation to you to come out and spend some time with us on Sunday morning. Our service times are at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. You know, we're having an explosive time in the ministry. God is performing miracles in our midst. Today, we're living in a time and a generation where six out of every ten people do not attend church regularly. It's really something that we never really thought would happen in our country today. So many people have fallen away from the things of God. But I can tell you this, 
There's never been a more important time in history than there is now to get connected to church. Our church is a growing church and we're looking for a few good people to come in and join us. We have a big vision. We have big dreams. And we know it's going to take a lot of people to implement what God wants to do here on the Treasure Coast. If you've been searching for a good place where there's good word, where people know how to worship Jesus and enter into His presence, if you've been searching for a place that flows in the supernatural and miracles are taking place, then Truth Church may be the place for you. I want to invite you right now. If you've been going from church to church or you haven't found the right place, come visit with us. Come be our guest on a Sunday morning and take part in what God is doing here at Truth Church. We're a very loving church and we're a family church. And we're expecting God to do great things in the lives of those that will partner with us to change the treasure coast of Florida. I hope I will see you there this Sunday. Please call our church office line at any time if you need prayer for anything. The number for the church is 772-461-8555. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.